I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Hey. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Hey. Fuck you. Hey. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? <laughs> Would you like a sweetie? Get out! Get out! Man, you ain't that. Smith, touch, one to touch. Manny Smith! Touch, he scores! Another one for Stanarski! Here's Hulk! Dini! Balotelli, Aguero! For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Because Hello, good evening and welcome to the fourth edition, Kieran, of the OnlyFans football podcast this season. Um, the return of the Barclays. Kieran, how are you feeling? I'm feeling epic, um, well. to say the least. I was looking forward to this all day. Yeah, so it was podcast fever I had mm. all day. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new season. How are you? Um, terrible. No, I'm only messing. No, I'm actually doing good, Karen. I'm uh, happy to be back. I'm very apprehensive about the Premier League season, in which we will be discussing. Um, as of late, the League of Ireland has, I'm not going to say stagnated, but for Shells, it's, it's a bit of a, a weird one at the minute. But in general, I'm enjoying life, enjoying football, which is a good thing, I suppose. Well, if you're enjoying both of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they go hand in hand. Like, yeah. To be honest with you, we live a very sad life in the sense that... 11, <laughs> so don't go into these fucking 11, rants again. 11 overpaid men, you know, ruin our weekend on a weekly basis or make our weekend. Like, it's so um, it's so bipolar in a sense, isn't it, that we're, in, we're polar opposites in, in terms of mood, depending on if Liverpool or Chelsea win. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, these 11 men and German man on the side of the pitch deciding how my weekends are for the next what nine months what a sad little life <laughs> <laughs> it's like did you ever see that come down the episode what a sad little life Jay. enjoy the enjoy the prize money oh god and yeah. uh, and I suppose you know, there's going to be a lot of people tuning in for the first time today so for them tuning in thanks um, this is how grim we usually are so if, if you're enjoying it keep staying in Kieran. but we do have a bit of structure to today's episode um, the return of the Hall of Fame is incoming and that's what's going to get us underway soon we're going to chat about the Premier League predictions we're going to predict the table there will also be a video to go with that prediction so do um, tune in if you want to put a voice or face to the voice excuse me tune into our YouTube we're then going to preview Liverpool and Chelsea's encounter the weekend Sanford Bridge and we will finish as per usual with get it out Kieran, are you ready to go? I, I'm, I've been ready I've been born ready for anyone who, as I said, is listening for the first time, in our fourth season of the podcast, the Hall of Fame was essentially a part of the show where we would nominate absolute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, absolutely stupid things, people, um, events, scenarios, um, that had occurred, you know, that we didn't just make these things up in our head. And last season we tried to, I suppose, to an extent, be a bit more professional about the podcast, which I mean, it went well, but... Um, I think a lot of people were longing for the Hall of Fame. I know a few people were saying to me, bring back the Hall of Fame. So, your fourth nomination for this Hall of Fame, Kieran, is? I've gone for uh, something that was peak summer. 
Well, I'd like to say peaks under the weather, but shy at the time. Mm. Myself, yourself, Dave went down to Monaghan. <laughs> uh, I know where this is we going. We partook in. I know where this is going. In Goujons for the yeah. Brayside. I knew this is where you're going to go. With. So uh, the, the, I've nominated Sending Shop at Brayside. Um, what what shop is it? It's a mace, isn't it's it? It's like a Jesus Christ. I think it's, it's a fucking mace. Yeah, I think I think yeah. it's a fucking mace. Yeah, a I think fucking it's mace. mace. Yeah. Um, so, so fairness, man. Goujons were sensational. It was incredible. Best mm. best deli food mm. in in the world. Conquer Woods, by the way, great golf course to Yeah, mm. and they said spread the word. So this mm. is me spreading the word. Yeah, very true. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, I feel this bad now. Um, I'm going to nominate. <laughs> Fuck. Um, my one's ridiculous in comparison, Kieran. So I suppose the weekend that took place um, had a two Manchester United friendlies. Um, one which was filled with controversy on the Sunday Manchester United against Athletic Bilbao because I think United announced it in like June or May I think and the idea being you know this is our last pre-season game before the Premier League takes 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 over I suppose and I think it was two weeks ago they announced their friendly with RC Lance of Ligue 1 the friendly took place against the French side in Old Trafford on Saturday morning so the, the game in Dublin um, had players like Johnny Evans, who somehow Jesus found his Christ. way back. Yeah, by God, Jesus Christ! He's, uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> has made his way back to Manchester United. <laughs> Harry Maguire was there. <laughs> um, Christian Eriksen was playing. Eriksen's not that baller. Tall his jerseys in our in our studio. But uh, I'm nominating Kieran this week for our first Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm showing you the picture now. <laughs> Of a French fan who supports Lons in the crowd in Old Trafford, crowd surfing um, after United had just made a three-one. Why he was crowd surfing? I don't know. Uh, let's say he's on but, all sorts. Yeah, man, look at him. He's, he's fucking loving it. Uh, the people around him are loving it as well. To be fair, but yeah, crowd surfing. Um, and he crowd uh, crowd surfing was a bit of a trend the weekend because when Shell scored in Dundalk on Sunday. One of the lads hopped on on the crowd. I think it was because of this. I started crowd surfing towards the players after they were celebrating. It was very funny. But uh, I'm going to go with the French Lance fan. Well, I assume he's French. I don't know. He could be. He could be from anywhere. You're just assuming at it. I am assuming. Yeah. We live in a world where you can't assume anywhere. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. Um, this Lance fan crowd surfing after Manchester United had, had uh, made a three-one. He could be crowd surfing because um, he saw. Manchester United new star goalkeeper Onana chipped from the halfway line. Maybe there's something to do with that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that that's my uh, nomination this week. The Lance fans crowd surfing uh, against yours, which is uh, Goujons from the Brayside. Goujons on the Brayside. Um, cast your votes now on the Instagram yeah, page. I'm gonna jaw. I'll whacked up on Twitter as well. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Premier League predictions. As we said, we're gonna predict the table Curon. And in that will be obviously our relegation, our Champions League, the European spots, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting season, Kieran. Initial thoughts on the Premier League before we kick off? Well, I think if it wasn't an interesting season, we wouldn't be watching. You know what I mean? That, that, I like, mean that's, that, that's something you say quite I often. I tend to disagree. What do you mean you tend to disagree? We are fiends for the Barclays. <laughs> We've been watching the Premier League regardless. Like, Last year, we all thought Man City were going to win the Premier League. <laughs> And we all tuned in. Well, this you know, year I think the same. I, I was on a spoiler. Yeah, it is a spoiler. I think um, everyone thinks the same. I do think the same. Yeah. I, I also think the teams below, I think, I think, will, I suppose, make the gap smaller than what it had been before. 
Arsenal all the way down to Chelsea, Spurs, etc. I don't think there's a whole lot. I don't think. I think Man City stand out alone as the really great squad. Arsenal have a squad with a lot of potential. And then I think the likes of Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Newcastle, Spurs. I don't think there's a whole lot between them. So I, I can see them kind of. Anyone can kind of finish anywhere in that top seven. Yeah, it's um, we're not sponsored by Lubezette but Kieran is that your preferred Lubezette I, I think we actually are unofficially sponsored by Lubezette <laughs> so uh, yeah um, sponsor us Lubezette I suppose Kieran we'll start down in the relegation um, positions and I, like like I said about the top of the table from I think 7th even 8th to 1st I think it's, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of points I think the same from 20th to 14th I think anyone can kind of be in those positions Man City will win the league I know they will down, 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 the, down, down. In the bottom tree, Carl, have you got going down? Um, I, uh, I've gone for Luton. Mm. Luton Town. A uh, terrible, terrible place to go. Oh, my God. Uh, even terrible routine. Mm. That's what I would say. Can I see something, Carl? This is for the Luton faithful. A, a loud coin there. There's two you were on there. <laughs> but that's, that's a Luton. I, I have an affinity for Luton from being there last year. That's their transfer key. That's, yeah, that is it. That's, 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 that's all the money Luton have. Um, no, look, it's a very it's a very light squad, isn't it? I, I have Luton finished. I think it's time. very unlikely that they say up, which is why. Like, mm. And then I'm rattling off Sheffield's 19th. Mm. They've lost two players in G and um, I think they lost one today. Sander Berg. Sander Berg's gone to Burnley. Uh, I think they're going down. Sandberg's gone to Burnley. Gone to Burnley, I believe. Um, and I've gone for Forest to go down this season. I don't think they have the minerals to stay up again. Mm. So I've gone for Luton to finish 20th. There's going to be a nice little table here on our YouTube. If you're listening on uh, the actual podcast feed on Spotify, um, check out the YouTube because there will be nice graphics here. Um, I have Luton going down the bottom. I think Luton will finish bottom. I think it's a very light squad. I think... I love the story of them getting up to the Premier League. It's very much a Cinderella, you know, story getting there. I don't think they, like you said about Forrest, I don't think Luton have the minerals. Ogbené coming into the squad, it's good for Irish football, obviously, another Irish international Premier League. Anderson from Barn, uh, Barnsley. Tahi Chong from Birmingham, obviously, formerly of Man United. Um, Nakamba from... Uh, Marvellous Nakama by name, what a great name, um, from Aston Villa. And then Issa Kabore, who was on loan in trials last season, had a very good season in Liga, but I don't think I don't think they have enough quality in general. So I think it could be a long season. In 19, they have Forest finishing there. I think it'll be a case of second season syndrome. And I look at their transfers as well, as well bringing in Ola Aina and Anthony Alanga from United. I don't think they're any great shakes. And I have finished 19, I have Bournemouth. And again, similar to Forest. I think they've brought in a new manager, you know, transfer-wise, Traore on a permanent, Cloyvert, Farve from Favre, from Leon. Um, but, but these players don't really fill me with a lot of potential. Oh, that could go one of one of two ways for me yeah. with the new manager thing. Yeah, and but they, yeah, this is the thing you don't know. Like, it, they, well, this is hearsay. Yeah, like, it's, none it's, of it's going to happen. Like, like if anyone listen to this, right? <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> If anyone looked on YouTube, we know very little. Um, they just click off the video. You just gave them their key. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, no, look, okay, come here. It's, it's one of those things. Everyone has the, the opinion of he'll go down. But I think looking above that, I think from 17th to 14th, it's going to be very interesting. I think it's I think it's a very tight league. 
Um, in seventeenth, I have Sheffield United finishing there. Now I did I did predict this before Sander Berg was gone, so I do think they'll stay up barely. I think it'll be a tough season, but I do think they will. Um, seventeenth, I've gone for Everton. Mm. I think they're in big trouble this year. Mm. They haven't really brought anyone in. I think they brought Ashley Young in. <laughs> like for me, it's just not enough. Like I don't mm. know. This owner obviously hates Everton for whatever reason. He mm. just does not invest. Um, and when he does invest, it's awful recruitment. Mm. So I can't see them. I can't see them having a good year again this year. Um, I've gone for Palace sixteenth, Wolves fifteenth. I think they'll just linger around those places. Mm. Um, this year, Palace haven't really brought anyone in, and Wolves. I think they brought Matt Doherty back. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the only that's the only player they brought back. And and Cunha's stayed on. The mm. fellow who scores now goals and it's somewhere worth fifty million. <laughs> Explain that to me. Yeah, I have everything finished in sixteenth. I do think Deutsch will do enough to keep them but I think he's had a full pre-season he's brought in Young he's brought in um, Dan Juma as well I don't know Dan Juma's a quality player I think as well I thought he was massively underutilised at Spurs I do think if he gets going he'd be very good Wolves I have in 15th massive season for Julian Lopetegui like a massive season I think a coach of his calibre I don't think he should be hanging around these Midlands in any way. I don't know why he's doing that another one buys the dust Um, yeah, Kieran. So we're sat here, um, scrolling through Twitter as you do post podcast. And Julian Lopetegui has parted ways with Wolves. I think we spent a good five minutes on about Wolves in the podcast, maybe less. And it's lunacy. Uh, they're looking for a hide. They're looking to be um, putting themselves in trouble, essentially. So um, yeah, Julian Lopetegui gone. I suppose. I mean, it doesn't change our alter our opinion that much, does it really? No. Unless they bring in, I don't know, like Jose Mourinho or something. They not a chance. Yeah, not a chance, to be fair. But uh, yeah, uh, Julian Lopetegui, you gone, Kieran? Back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. A club in turmoil. Mm. Another one buys the dust. In 14, I have Fulham. And that's probably a shock to you, Kieran. Uh, I think it's a massive season for Marco Silva. Yeah. He's, he's a manager who's been relegated before with Hull and I think... Was it Watford? I, mean, I don't know if he's managed, managed Watford. He probably hasn't. Everyone has. Um, well, this is it. Marco Silva is <laughs> a great manager as well. I, I do. I actually do rate Marco Silva, but I just think again a case of second season syndrome. I don't know if if he's if Fulham can cut it again. You know, Mitro, as as far as we're aware, is is on his way out. Um, Paulinho looks to be injured for the start of the season, which isn't good. Yeah, Looking good. at who they brought in, Raúl Jiménez from Wolves, and then Calvin Bassi who. Once upon a time, was at Rangers was what I asked last season. I should do really great, Bassy, um, but I don't know if if that's enough for Wolves or for Fulham, excuse me. But it is a good Fulham side to an extent. But I think, as I said, from fourteenth to seventeenth, any of them could finish anywhere, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the rest of your rest your bottom half, Karen. Uh The rest of my bottom half, I've got. I'll, I'll rattle them off pretty quickly. Fourteenth, uh, I've gone Brentford. The Ivan Tony drop off will be real mm, this season. Well. Um, Bournemouth I'm predicting to have a good season so I've gone the opposite I think the, well, the new yeah. manager change will work mm. um, bit of a hot take there yeah. and then um, West Ham I think they're in Europe this season so it's going to be hard again they're going to finish 12th um, it'll be a bit better but it won't be still won't be anything special they've mm. lost Rice they haven't really brought anyone in it's an Alvarez coming in supposedly mm. I'm just in the process of editing this podcast and another intercut interlude. The world of football changes so fast. Uh, West Ham are now doing business left, right and centre since we recorded this. Ward Prowse coming in, Maguire 
Um, talks with Paquetta leaving, who I said is very important to them. So it just shows what can change in 12 hours. Um, but West Ham now changing their fortunes and going ahead and signing a few players, which me and Adam said was the opposite of the fact last night. Um, so yeah, there you go. There you have it. Back to the podcast. Fourth minute. Um, but other than that, no no real strength in the recruitment. And then I've gone for Burnley to have a good season mm. um, under Vincent Company. I have Burnley to finish third end again. Solid season company, I think. A new manager in the Premier League, um, former Pep boy, of course. So he's. he's <laughs> That's a funny way of putting it. <laughs> well, I think another Pep boy. Um, but I think Burnley have recruited well. Bears um, move has been made permanent. Darrow Shea, Nate Redmond, who has that Premier League experience. Jakob Brand Larson, an experienced Denmark international. And then obviously today, Sander Bear coming in as well. So I think they've good players there. West Ham, like yourself, I have them in 12th. Um, I think it's going to be tough. Yeah. I think European football is going to be tough, Europa League. Um, <laughs> and in, in 11th, I have Crystal Palace. I think they recruit well. I think Lerma's a very good boy. I think Franca, 20 million centre forward from Flamenco, is a massive, like, is a massive gamble. But I, th- I think he could, play, he could pay off. You never I, know. Don't, I don't know nothing about him. Can you tell me a bit more? I know nothing about him either. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why he's saying it'll be a massive gamble. Again, oh, again we know him. Um, but I, I, I don't think Wilfred Zaha is as big a miss as what other, other people might say. That so, was a bit of a crazy transfer, by the way. It was. A, a was. spanner mm, in the works. I don't, I don't really rate Zaha. I never have. Um, Moving into the top half, Kieran. Top half, I've gone... We'll go, we'll go 10 to 8. Yep. Uh, I've gone uh, Brighton. For a European drop-off sort of thing. Mm. I, I don't know if it'll be as good this year. I've gone Fulham ninth, And I've gone for Aston Villa. <clears throat> I think they'll do well, but not as well as most people are predicting. Like mm. uh, Some people are predicting them top four and stuff. Yeah, I think that's crazy. It's a bit mad. I think it's mad. It's a bit mad. I mean, mm. they had. I think they were fourth in the second half of the season last year. Mm. But I don't, know, I don't know if that's anything to go by. I mean... Well, they have European football as well, don't they? <clears throat> they're playing Conference League. Conference, yeah, so, like... Um, I think that's a banana skin. I, I, yeah. For what's worth, I have Villa 8. Villa 8, yeah. Um, I have Brentford 10th, Brighton 9th, Villa 8. I think Brentford, I think I just see them as a mid-table side now. Yeah. And I, I, I think they're always tough to play away from home. It's going to be very interesting without Ivan Tony. You know, how they kind of work around, I think. They haven't really replaced them either. They haven't. They've brought in Shade from Freiburg, who was with them from January onwards last season. Um, he didn't get one. He didn't score a goal in twenty three appearances, and he's a forward. He's like Cunha. Mm. <laughs> Flecken has come in as well from Freiburg, and then obviously Nate Collins from um, Wolves, which I think is actually a very shrewd sign as well. But um, ninth, I have Brighton. Eighth, I have Villa, and I literally wrote beside the two of them European football mm. um, explanation mark. I think Brighton have. I'm not gonna say they're recruiting well. But I don't know if they. I don't know if you can say that. Milner, Ma- Mohammed um, is Mohammed Dahoud. From Dortmund. Mahmoud Dahoud, I think, is Dahoud. the appropriate yeah, way to pronounce such a sentence. For Bruggen, the, cent- uh, the goalkeeper from Anderlecht. And Bart. Bart, yeah, great name. <laughs> uh, not, not of the Simpsons. Um, and then Igor, the centre-half from uh, Fiorentina. So. And Halmer as well. Halmer as well. So they brought, in, they brought in decent players. Like I think Milner, actually think James Milner is a very good sign. You look at Villa then, I think Tiedemann's Pau Torres... 
moves to Diaby. Diaby's potentially signing in the season, isn't he? So yeah, um, they they recruit very well, but I just think with European football, it's a different ball game. I, I I don't trust Watkins as well. Like I know he's he's good. I just don't trust. You don't trust him in what sense? I just don't trust him to like, be the to guy. Be, oh, okay, right. To I, be I thought, the the I goal he scorer. Did something? I was like, what are you on about? I don't know, no, no, like no, <laughs> no. But like, I don't trust him to be like the talisman. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. and that's who they're relying on this yeah. season. You know, hundred percent. Um, I suppose Carroll seventh to fifth, Newcastle, seventh yeah. in seventh. Uh, I did Champions League first experience. I think mm. would be a big thing, but I think they're they, they could go anyway. Really, with the top seven, I actually I had such a headache this morning. Thinking yeah, of same. Six, I've gone for uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Under mm. uh, Ainge Busty Cugley Ainge <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a fantastic manager oh, He's a great manager he's a great um, And I think He'll do bits at Tottenham I think No European football Helps them as well mm. uh, And I've gone for Liverpool in fifth Well That is That is a Tin squad Midfield mm. Centre back Doubts mm. That I have About Liverpool uh, I think they're conceding A lot of goals This pre-season mm. And I just have my doubts About their squad in general Yeah uh, It's under rebuild they had the experience of Fabinho Henderson. They had a settled midfield there, Milner. I think they've lost seven midfielders. Oh, it's it's, it's incredible. And they've only brought in two. Mm. So I just I I have my doubts. Yeah, I suppose we'll chat about Liverpool a bit in a second because I've Liverpool <coughs> mentioned forward up the table. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on sports to an extent. I don't know what a good season is for sports. I I sports finishing seventh, Newcastle sixth, and Chelsea fifth. I don't know what a good season is for sports, like. They haven't really spent a whole lot of money. Um, Madison, Vicario, Kulusevsky signed on, and then obviously Manor Solomon, who did well with Fulham last year. Postacoglu brings an array of like unbelievable management. He's done done really so well at Celtic, um, and they've no European football. But I would be very worried if Harry Kane is to go. Yeah, is, that's true. Is, look, at, we're sat here, I'm looking at my phone, the 8th of August, it's impossible it's to predict. It's impossible to predict right now before a ball's been kicked. Um, so a lot of this will come back to boys, as it did last season. <laughs> um, as it does every Every year. season, oh my God. Um, so I, I just, I'd be worried from, from a sports point of view about Harry Kane because he, look at Harry Kane's a great player. Harry Kane's arguably best player in Premier League and he, he could make that argument for Harry Kane. He really could. Um, if I'm Harry Kane, I'm gone. I'm out the door. I'm gone to Bayern. I, I want to win a Champions League. Well, a, a, a Bundesliga and then a potentially Champions League. Um, Newcastle, I have them finishing sixth. I think Champions League football is going to hurt them. Mm. I think hurt them in, in, in the form sense. You know, they've they've done well bringing in Tonali, um, Harry Barnes. I think Tino Livermento, who is, is potentially coming in, I think if he can reach the level he reached with Southampton a couple of seasons ago Newcastle have a really really good player in the hands and a player who, who will offer genuine competition to Trippier right back which is saying a lot about him but I just think Champions League football I think it's going to be too much for him mm. I think it'll be, it'll be very difficult for them to to kind of continue with that now as we said 8th of August as we're sat here they could bring in someone before the windows out which I wouldn't be surprised they did because I still think they're missing that marquee sign like Trippier was um, I don't know if Tonali is that sign because mm. I've talked about Tonali before I don't really I don't know how good a footballer he really is well he's playing in the slow league as well which would mean mm. more t- time to adapt to the pace mm. play and such so um, in fifth I have Chelsea um, which I think would be an extraordinary season for Poch given 
where Chelsea were last season and the squad he has at the minute. Lots of comings and goings in the side, no European football. Um, I have transfers written here and I just have too many to count because Chelsea have made so many dealings. So I'm going to let you rattle them off if you want to. Yeah, I mean, we've brought in the likes of Nkunku and Nicholas Jackson, which are probably the marquee signings. And mm. Nicholas Jackson has hit the ground running. I'm sorry, Nick Jackson! He's, sorry. he's hit the ground running. Mm. and That's what Nkunku's singing tonight. <laughs> he's after getting what, injured. In, in his hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nkunku's got injured, so this, this is again... This was made this morning, and I don't, I don't really know. Um, I've Chelsea finishing fourth, by the way. Mm. I think the no Euro- nice segue, by the way. No European football will help. Yeah. Um, I think it always does, and I actually really rate Poch. I think this is a good group of players. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of money spent on them. I think it would want to be a good group. Of players, yeah, it? it has to be, and yeah. I think the additions of Colwell and centre back, along with Badishile, there's a lot of depth there in those positions. Chalaba, Freeze. Mm. Uh, Thiago Silva, even Wesley Fan has got injured, but there's a lot there. Mm. And Malagusto is, came in as a replacement for Reese James. I think that's a place we have struggled when Reese James got injured. There was no one to come in. You know, you bring in Aspies too old, he's legless. Can't play the same role really as James is. Yeah, the only place I would be worried is Casado and getting that done and the midfield depth situation. I think Gallagher's their current starting midfielder, and I don't know if I trust him. Gallagher and um, Enzo. Enzo, yeah. So uh, yeah, I I really like the look of the team. A lot, lot, lot of the squad was chopped down, so mm. I'm happy enough with that. And I think mm. it'll be a better season. And now European football is gonna massively help. Mm. I I'd be apprehensive to a certain extent with the amount of kind of unknown factors. Like there's a lot of good young players that Chelsea brought in, um, but you just don't know if they're if they're kind of capable of reaching that next level. Do you know what I mean? So um, Champions League, Kieran. I suppose we both have the same. Team winning the league, which is Man City. So I suppose fourth to second, who have you got there? Uh, I've got Chelsea fourth, Man United third, and Arsenal second. Mm. I have Man United fourth, Liverpool third, and Arsenal second. Um, but as you can see here by the note, I have them all quite close. Like any of them, I, I feel that will be the top four come the end season. I don't know what way it will be, if that makes sense. I don't mm. know where Liverpool are going to finish there, you know, yada yada, which we probably should, but we don't. I suppose we'll talk about Man United real quick here on. I don't know if, if if they've added genuine like quality. Tanag has a track record of making players better. So mm. that's why I'm going. I think Hudgend, or however you pronounce the name, Hudgend. Oh, Hoyland. I, I call him Hudgend. But that's not how you say his name. Well, so. it is because it's H-O-J-U-N-D. Yeah, but the J Hudgend. is silent. Hoyland. Hudgend. Okay. Um, you've, just defend, you've just offended <laughs> the Danish uh, listenership. Sorry. Mm. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ericsson Jersey. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think it's a gamble, definitely. It's a massive gamble. You, you don't know if he's going to actually get the goals that they need. Yeah. But I think it's it's a player they've needed for a while, like a target man, a talisman, mm. the number nine. Mm. They've needed someone like that for fucking years. Mm. You know, they have they haven't had one. Mm. Yeah, you know, like Eber left. Lukaku, Martial. Martial wasn't really it as well. Veghorst, Cavani. Yeah, you were like clutching it. at signs like that, but I think Hudgens could be the Hoyland. guy they need. Mm. The guy they need. Um, Onana, do you think he's much better than the guy? I wouldn't rate him. I think mm, he's. I don't know. He's flawed as a goalkeeper, but listen, nobody's um, perfect. No, nobody <laughs> is perfect. That's the thing. But uh, this is the way the game's going. It's sort mm. of uh, keeper comes out. 
passes the ball around, gets back in goal. It's not really about saving anymore. It's more like yeah, it's, it's, Brazil yeah. from the seventies or something. Yeah. But uh, what what do you think of Onana? I I, I think he's a good goalkeeper. Mm. I think he does all the the things he should do. I think he does well. If that makes sense. So he does <laughs> yeah. his job well to an extent. It's like being in a bar and pulling nice points. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you do as Roy Keane said. Do you it's, pull it's your nice points? I don't know if I do. Um, <laughs> so, so you don't do your job. But <laughs> um, like essentially with Onana, I think so. There's been videos I'm going around like giving out to Harry Maguire and, and <laughs> shit like that. I think it's. It's it's narcissistic nonsense. I think to be honest with you, <laughs> I think he's a great goalkeeper. I do think he's very good. I don't know if he's like the guy made a lot of mistakes towards the end. You know, the guy was poor towards the end of his United career. Um, but yeah, I suppose in that sense, he's, he's an upgrade. But I don't know. Again, this is what I mean by I don't know if he's that quality player. And I think Hoyland's an interesting one to an extent as well. Where Liverpool brought in Nunes last season for big money. I think the expectation for Nunes was far too high. And if you bring in a young player of Hoyland and Nunes' age, for them to have a season where they're getting 20 goals and assists overall, that's good for a player of that age. But not for a player of that age on that money or the money they're coming in for. Because it's a big price tag. And I think with that price tag comes a pressure for players to live up to. So I think I, I think Hoyland will be good, given time. I don't know if he's going to be good straight away. Do you know what I'm going to And I, I think United, they're in Champions League, aren't they? They need... A player to come in and just do it straight away. I don't think so he can get much tough. worse than Wakehorse though. The same no, well, I mean yeah. he'll he'll get at least two goals. <laughs> put it that way. Mason Mount is the final player here on that United brought in, and again, oh, I don't know if he's that much of an upgrade on what they have. He, he's good for depth. He is, but I. It's probably going to sound. I don't know if it's controversial the word, but if if it. Mason Mount can't get into a Chelsea team that finished 12th. How is that same Mason Mount getting into the United team that are playing Champions League? Yeah. I mean, ev- everyone had a bad year last year, though, which is mm. why I would argue. I think he's a good player. Mm. There's no doubt he's a good player. Whether he adds stuff or not is is, mm. is beyond my mm. area of expertise, but whatever area of expertise that is. Well, I think he definitely has the potential. I just don't know if he, if he again... It's, <coughs> It's not known to an extent because you don't know how good he can be. Yeah. In toward Curran, as I said, Liverpool, um, this is just a shot in the dark because I, I think, as I said, any of these teams can finish in any kind of formation in the top four. Europa League is a big one. I really want Liverpool to win the Europa League. I'm going to go over here and say it's a trophy to be played for. I'm not exactly happy to be you know, watching Thursday Night Football. It's oh, so real. It's a great team, Joe. I don't have a bad word said about it. Um, and the finals in Dublin. Hey, so hopefully uh, get to go to that. Doubtful, but I think Liverpool's attacking options, defensive options, are better than Manchester United's attacking options, defensive options and goalkeeping options. Mm. So that, that's how I face squad to squad. I think Liverpool have a better squad. Slightly. Like, very slightly. Mm. Like, I think this is the slightly. first year they don't have a better squad. Who in Manchester United teams? Manchester United's team walks into Liverpool's team. But that's not what it's about. My argument is like this is the first year that United uh, pound for pound have a better squad than Liverpool. No, absolutely not. They do. Uh, in the defensive areas, in the midfield areas, and going forward, I think nah. pound for pound better squad. I think you're wrong because Liverpool have a better squad in defense. Defensively, <laughs> I think Liverpool have better players. The, the attacking five that Liverpool have... Look at their Jota, bench. The, yeah, but hold on. The attacking five that Liverpool have with Jota, Salah, Diaz, Nunes, 
and Gakpo. All of them walking to the United team. Ahead of Anthony, Sancho, Hoyland. Come on, Carol. But like, I, I think they're players who have a lot of potential, mm. is what I'm saying. I think, I think Rashford is the only forward, for example, that gets into Liverpool's team. Varane, yes. And Bruno, Bruno Casemiro, definitely walking, probably definitely get into Liverpool's team. But Bruno, you've seen Bruno last season when they were losing 7 0 to Liverpool. Petrin Fucker throwing his weight around, wasn't happy at all. Like, I think, I, I just think Liverpool's squad in general, and there's still a lot of time in the window left as well. I think it's better. But what I will say is, regarding the midfield, I think whoever in the club thought it was a good idea to get rid of Henderson, Milner, Fabinho, even Keita, Chamberlain, nut job. Who, who, who's, who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah, well, I, I'd Honest agree with that. Honest to God, man, I think crazy, getting man. rid of seven midfielders, I, I know their midfield's bad and all, mm. and it's been bad, but I think getting rid of that extent of midfielders mm. and bringing in two mm. good midfielders, it's yet to be proven to be world class midfielders. So I think you're in. You're a World Cup winner! Is is yet to prove his world class. Yeah, well, well, McCallum. Oh no, no. Well, there's a lot of good players in that team. Kieran, come on. But like uh, McAllister, he's only. Fra- at the, no, you're having me on. I don't believe it. He's only at the start of his career. Ah, he's a world class player, man. He's well, he's yet to be proved. He hasn't won anything yet. He's won the World Cup, Kieran. He hasn't won anything. He's won the he's only, World Cup. He's won the World Cup in a team with Messi in it. Oh, stop That's, it! That, that stop doesn't, it, man. That doesn't mean anything. What about Enzo Fernandez? Enzo, that's the same thing for Enzo. No, you're a liar. You fucking, you're a liar. No, man. You've I'm, said before Enzo's I'm just a not delusional, Adam. No, oh, Kieran, you definitely are. <laughs> um, you've said before Enzo no, but, Fernandez is a world class. Yeah, player. but you're, you're retracting from the point in general. No, you've, you've brought in two, two midfielders <laughs> that are yet to be proven as very, very top level midfielders. I disagree with you on both counts. And you have not brought in enough. To replace those seven. No, that's correct. That's my point in general. That's correct. But the point you're making about <laughs> McAllister and Sabozaloy not being two world class players is baloney. Well, Sabozaloy, especially. So you're you're taking back McAllister. Well, McAllister, McAllister is yet to be proven. Baloney, baloney. That's that's a he's slightly point. more proven, but he's yet to be proven. That's shocking, man. Come on, you know that's shocking. I know, Adam. He's been very good teams. If he's left to to run a midfield alone, I'd oh, have my doubts. God. That's all I'm saying. he had Caicedo beside him last year. Oh, you, you know, could say he had young, young Billy Gilmore beside him. Only stop it. You know, this, this, and, McCallis, and, and he has Alexis McAllister is not world class player. You, you've heard that now. You said that, not me. Well, a World Cup winner is not world class. Well, come on. well, how many people have won big trophies and not not been world class players? Like Adair won the the won the Euros for Portugal. Is he world class? No, like, but that, that's, there is, that's essentially there is, the argument you're making. It's not though. McAllister is a world class player. He is. What, ha, what has he done other than win the World Cup? He's, I think winning the World Cup's enough. Really? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, in that, so in that case, Mario Goethe is a world class player. I was, at the time he was. He was a very good player in his pump. Very good player. <sighs> I don't know. You well, do know. No, I don't. The piss I don't. I'm not taking the piss out of You're taking the piss out I'm not taking You're the piss out You're 100% there. No, no. I'm just say, I'm stating the fact that McAllister. Is yet to be proven to carry a midfield in general. Well, he literally he's been for Brighton last season. For Brighton, yeah. Well, he's, he had very good midfielders beside him. Okay, that's all, that's my point. But he still did him as the long man to carry the midfield. I don't trust. He needs he someone. Won't, he won't be the long man. He'll he have, needs to bring someone in. Yeah, and this is the point as well. Well, this is the exact point I'm trying to um, make. There's still time transfer as well, so I do think Liverpool will. Who do you think is going to come in? 
I would, it's not going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. Well, I'd love if we, if we hijacked the Kaiseido. It'd be so... <laughs> just give me the with you, mate. Fuck off, Adam. Fuck off. You need Kaiseido. We need the as well for a while. Um, I, I'd like to think... I, like Even Alvarez can't tell Sam. I'd have loved Alvarez. Just someone, someone to sit deep and yeah. like play the position. Like At the same time, Thiago, if you can get 30 games out of him, you're laughing. By Jetic, I said it beforehand, I would have loved for him to have had a... Pre-season behind them. Um, but I suppose, to kind of put this point in a nutshell, I trust Jurgen Klopp in my life. Right. So I trust Jurgen Klopp here. Yeah. Well, he um, got your face last season I mean, into Europa League. Come here, it's further than you, isn't it? <laughs> you, you don't, you don't, well, you I don't, don't trust play. anyone in my life. That's the difference. I'm not even going to continue finishing my point. Um, Arsenal second, Kieran, I think the squad's very good. Havertz, Timber, Rice are quality signs. Um, I think if they can keep Gabriel Jesus fit they'd be laughing I think Florian Balagun coming back from Lille was he with Lille last season? Uh, Lille no Rams wasn't it Will, <laughs> shout out to Will still he's back I'd be sceptical of such signs for Arsenal but uh, I, don't, I don't really trust Havertz in general I man think. you don't trust a lot of people I think he goes I know Adam this is my problem <laughs> I think he goes to a lot of games Havertz and, mm. and if he does that for Arsenal I mean they've, they've gone ahead and spent £65 million on him how much uh, does Chelsea pay for him? Well, I think Chelsea paid £100 million for him. Um, but we don't rate him, that's the difference. Uh, I think well, it was well, 70, You said that you said like, so stone face as well. It was £70 million plus yeah. add-ons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that's a great sign. Mm. I think Declan Rice is also a gamble. £116 million for him mm. is also a gamble. Ah, Rice I think he's a fantastic player. Rice is proven. He's a fantastic player, mm. um, and and uh, but that's a lot of pressure as well for any player. Mm. And uh, Timber as well, uh, I think is a very good sign as mm. well. So, I, I I think Arsenal's a well-oiled machine at this stage. I yeah. think they're going to finish second easily, um, and it's 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 Saka for me who runs the show for Arsenal. He's a fantastic player. Mm. Um, I'd love to see more Smith Rowe this season. Yeah, he didn't really get a look at last season. I'm a big fan of Emil Smith Rowe. He's injured, wasn't he? He was. Um, I'm finishing top of the table, Manchester City, Kieran. Um, what more can we say? The treble winners last season, Walker staying for now, uh, Mateo Kovacic and Gvardiol coming in, Kieran. They just get stronger. Ah, um, sick and tired of saying it's a cracking squad. But it's a great team. They're a wonderful team. They're a fantastic team. But mm. Adam, out of all those teams we just named, named off, who do you think is going to come closest to challenging or? If you were to pick a dark horse or a crazy outtake, who do you think is going to take the lead this season? In terms of like surprising people? Yeah, if, if it was just City had a fucking terrible fall off mm. out of nowhere. Oh God, man, that's a terrible question. Oh, I don't know. Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal. right. Arsenal. right. Well, that's all I want. Well, if you were to pick a top scorer then? In the Premier League? Mm. Um, uh, Mo Salah. I've actually gone for Salah as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I think Alan will have a slower year this year. Yeah, probably potentially. Um, sign of the season. Sign of the year. Um, pfft, that's a tough one as well. But I think Rice, if he comes off, mm. would be very good. Mm, I think Declan Rice too. Declan Rice, yeah. Mm. Dark uh, horse of the season, maybe. Dark horse of the season. I've mm. gone for. Uh, I think uh, Bournemouth will have a good start, mm. and Burnley as well. I think Brentford are going to start slow and then go on like a winning run like uh, Villa last year. That's our Premier League 
predictions for this year. Mm. Another successful year, Adam, would we say. Uh, another fun year of talking shite. Painful year is what I'm going to describe uh, The first, I suppose, Super Sunday of the season, Kieran, takes place at Stamford Bridge. Mauricio Pochettino's Chelsea side take on Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool side. I am looking forward to this, Kieran, because I'm going to be there. Well, to be confirmed, Adam. To be confirmed, I, I, I will be there. I will be there. Yeah. I will be there. Well, I will be there. To, to be honest with you, I have no fucking idea what to expect, and that worries me. Mm. Right, man, What's going to happen? I think that's your problem. They're too <laughs> pessimistic. I would be looking forward to it in, in your way if I was you. You have a lot of unknowns, like Chelsea. I thought you were talking about my life for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, existential crisis, like, I don't know, do you? <laughs> Kira, Liverpool, Chelsea, Super Sunday. Are you buzzing or are you buzzing? I think it's a fucking Super Sunday. It's going to be a Super Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I it's a great game to start the year off. Yeah, it is. You think, I, think, I think we had something like this last year. I think it was the Spurs, uh, Chelsea. Yeah, game. Conte versus... And it just got the season kicked Tugel. off. Yeah, Jesus, all right, Pete yeah. Thomas too. Because remember, he was, was one of the best moments of the season. Yeah, like. it was a great moment. There's going to be no shape to it whatsoever. It's going to be like a pre-season sort of set-up, I mm. think. Because both teams will be sort of raw. Mm. But I think it's going to be an attacking affair. Mm, I do too. Um, I think Poch plays lovely football. Uh, I can see Poch maybe getting torn asunder in this. That's why what I worry, mm. um, because this is obviously his first game. I worry for him getting torn asunder at home. I hope it doesn't happen. Mm. Um, I think he'll have a set up well enough not to get torn asunder. But yeah, what do you expect from the game? Oh, I expect like like yourself. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. Mm. Um, like you look at last season's games, two teams kind of in two miles to an extent, two nil outs. Um, and I suppose you look back to the season before that where there was two nil alls in cup finals which prevailed with Liverpool winning in the end on penalties and then the games in the league I think were really good games like top prime Barclays two all in Stamford Bridge one all in Anfield Klopp two good really good games and I, I think this, this game on Sunday will be more like the games not last season the season that I just spoke about I think they're going to be high scoring affairs I think Poch I think it can't be underrated how good he is. Jorgen Klopp, we know how good Jorgen is. Um, I think it's a big task for Klopp this season. I really do. It's going to be very interesting to see these next few months, next few weeks, excuse me, with the transfer window, if they're to bring people in, how he uses his squad throughout the Europa League. But I suppose, Karen, do you know what? We'll rattle off, I suppose, potential 11th for either side. I just, I just see your, your interesting names here. I want you to start because I want you to pronounce some of these names. Up. Right, lovely. Um, in goal for Liverpool, obviously, with Yeltsin. I think Liverpool are going to play this weird kind of 4 3 3 where Trent then right, right, right. becomes. Huh? You said Alison. <laughs> Never heard of her. Um, I think Liverpool are going to be playing this weird 4 3 3. I, did I even say Alison? Did I? I don't think I did. I think you said. I think you just looked at it and thought. <laughs> No, you said starting goal, I, um, I think Liverpool, I probably did. I think Liverpool are playing this weird 4 3 3. We're trying to bend in we're possession. Back, we're back. Oh, God, we are. We'll move into midfield and then you have a really high attacking lineup. As I said in goal, Alisson. Never heard of it. In defence will be Trent, <laughs> Virgil, Canate, Robertson. That'll be the fourth back. Three midfield, and it's, this is, this is going to be interesting. Chris Jones in the six. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, I do rate Curtis Jones. I just don't know in that position how good he can be. Um, Dominic Sabozaloy, the the Hungarian. He actually did a good job. I, yeah, <laughs> thank sorry, you. Um, Alexis, the Rizler McAllister Rizler. in midfield. And then Mohamed Salah, Darwin Nunes and Luis Diaz. 
as a front three for Liverpool away at Stamford Bridge, I think has enough to definitely score goals. Whether keep them out the other end, they can do that. It's going to be another thing. Carl, your yeah. side. Um, I worry Kepa. I worry in goal. I worry. What about Sanchez? Sanchez, I don't think will will start this game. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's too early for him. Hmm. Um, Reese James, I've gone with right back. I think he just does enough to get hmm. ahead of Gusto. Gusto's had a great season though. Great pre-season mm. season. Um, Thiago Silva and Colwell in centre-backs I <clears> expect <throat> those two to start mm. um, Colwell is the new great hope that yeah. we're all expecting mm. am I cynical? absolutely I don't really trust this oh, he's, a good player. He's, a good he's, player. he's a great player supposedly mm. but I have not seen enough of him to think anything mm. um, Chilwell left back and I've gone for a midfield three, I think that will start to match up to Liverpool's 4-3-3. I think Enzo Fernandez, Conor Gallagher and Andre Santos will start this game. Well, um, I think you, you could expect to see Santos definitely. Yeah. Um, and then Gallagher will probably start to match the numbers. Then I've gone for Sterling, Mudrick and... Nick Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Jackson. Um, Outcast just starts playing. <laughs> Outcast Um But yeah, I, I expect uh, Reese James and Ben Chilwell as the fullbacks in a four-back. What are your thoughts on that? I think I think they're both defensively solid. I think they'll yeah, be okay. okay. They'll be okay. Mm. I know you don't think they're defensively solid. I I definitely don't think they're as defensively solid as you probably think. I think I think they're two fabulous players. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's a reason they've played the treat back with the two lads as wing back for as long as they have. And I don't think that was down to Tuco wanting to play that system. I think it was down to kind of supplement them and get them forward. Because I think Reece James in particular going forward is very good. I think Reece James probably, like you were talking about, pound for pound there. There's probably pound for pound Chelsea's best player um, when he's fully fit. So Yeah, I suppose. Uh, what are you expecting from this uh Midfield for Liverpool, it's sort of interesting. I know that the Chelsea one's also very vibrant. Mm. I think this is going to be a very interesting midfield battle. I think it could be a big game for Enzo Fernandez, Karen. I think he's a player of real quality. Um, I think he is world class. Um, oh, thanks, Adam. I think McAllister against Fernandez, I think Enzo's probably going to be following McAllister on the pitch. I don't think that's a bad game plan either. I don't I think, think they'll be marking each other. I, I think I think they will. I, I think, think Gallagher's going to run around after. Potentially, after, potentially. Um, but I think it's got me interested to see how McAllister and Sabozloy get on for Liverpool. I think Jones in the six is very interesting. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good few goals now. I'm hoping because I'm going to be in the stadium. So predictions very quickly. Predictions. My prediction for Liverpool Chelsea at Stamford Bridge on Sunday is going to be Liverpool five Chelsea three. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's definitely not going to happen, man, but like, you might as well predict it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for something a little bit more uh, tame, I think. I'm going to go... I'm going to go, like, one-all, I mm. think would be the score. I'm going to go Nick Jackson's first goal. Yeah. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say McAllister's first goal as well. So we're going to go... Hopefully. One, a cheeky one-all draw mm. start the season off. I think that would be nice. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, the first can't have cheese. The, the last, the last podcast, segment of the show. The last was, podcast ever. The last segment of the show. The first get it out of the season. Starting off with Guinness. Shout out to Woodsar who says, Guinness price, so you get it back to a five or thoughts. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, go over to Liverpool. You get your Guinness for four euro. Are they nice though? Oh, fantastic. Adam. Yeah. I really enjoyed the points wow. over there. And okay. nicer than some of them at home. Mm. Crazy. Ben Casey says, transfer the year so far. 
Um, I suppose seeing as we talked in Premier League over a sign this summer, I'm going to say Lionel Messi to Inter Miami. Uh, very good. Uh, I'm going to say Kane if it goes through. <laughs> um, I love I love Messi at Miami. You know that it's such like a it's like a WrestleMania legend coming back from out of retirement. It's unreal. Are, are you going to Miami to watch? I'd love to go to Miami, man. I don't have the money and we, I don't have the notoriety either for piss boiler strip. Come oh, on, man, stop it. Unreal. Um, ben Casey says Barbie or Offenheimer. Barbie. Barbie, hundred percent all day. Yeah. Big fan. Of the franchise or the film or the spectators. No. <laughs> oh, Christ. Shout out to Ben Casey's sister as always. Um Dave <laughs> One says of them, I'd say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dave says he was brought in the best signing to contend. We'll see you do a four in a row. Um best signing yeah, we said Declan Rice earlier, didn't we? And I suppose I think Arsenal will be the team to contend, Kieran. Your best sign. I think the best signs yet to come. Jesus Christ, man. As, as much as I said Declan Rice, I think there's someone who's going to come up in the last few days, dead on day. I haven't appreciated who it is yet. Mm. It's got to be crazy. That's what's going to happen. It's a very good answer. It's an apparition. It's a, it's, you know what? It's actually such a bad answer. Oh, sorry. It's sorry, a terrible man. answer. <laughs> Nick who Jackson. Is, who Nick is Jackson. the signing of the season? Nick Jackson. Uh, the signing of the season is yet to happen. Nick Jackson. Um, Gary Vav, who has a few questions, as always says, big, or sorry, opinions on Liverpool's big rebuild. Um, it's non-existent at the minute because... And when I say non-existent, I mean the rebuilds non-existent at the minute because they haven't brought enough in. I'm hopeful, I'm really hopeful um, that they'll bring in players. That they, they'll bring in Alavia, um, Andre from Fluminense, I think it was, it was touted as well. I still think Liverpool need another defender as well. So it's like there's still more to be done, let's say. Uh, Gary Vav says, do you shave your armpits? No, would be my answer. Uh, I haven't yet, Gary. I might attempt it in the near future. Um, top five Premier League shaggers. Oh, there's a lot of them. There is, to be fair. Um, but we just named them Oxlade Chamberlain. I think Cody Gakpo is a bit of a smooth criminal. Mm. Mm. Uh, Mason Mount. Mount. Supposedly, well, I suppose like Cole Walker. Yeah. Mm. Shaggers in what sense? Yeah. Well, we have to ask Gary. Gary, then, yeah. I I'd say Gary would have a top five list. If I text him right now, he'd give me top five. <laughs> um, who's... <laughs> Gary says, what are the winning lot of numbers tomorrow? Um, 5, 7 and 11. 16, 09, 2000. What? Sorry, that's my birthday. Oh, man. <laughs> that's quite strange, yeah, Kieran. Yeah. Um, on, my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> no, like you're giving out your personal details. Oh, sorry. What's your uh, PPS number, Kieran? Gary wants to know. 944. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gary says, tips for easing sunburn pain. Asking for a cousin, of course, in... Resident of the show is on holiday and got his shoulders badly burned after being told to wear sun cream as well. Might I add? Um, tips for ease and sunburn pain. Probably not to get sunburned would be my top tip. I have a good trick for it. Go on. Uh, you slap it really hard mm. four or five times. It doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, yeah. numbs the pain. It numbs yeah, the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just keep slapping it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gary says top three kits for the season. Uh, Chelsea's number one. Jesus wept. Of course. With the gold crest, no logo. Yeah, I really yeah. Like that. yeah, it's cool as well. Mm, I don't really like the PSG ones this season. Mm. Bayern Munich always hit. Yeah, um, I like the Bayern one. Um, and Ajax, of course, always hit as well. I like the... It's not released yet, so I'm doing a bit of humour here. Liverpool have a purple torque I love the, the colour purple. So that would be my top three. Sorry. <laughs> Explain uh, deeper. I just like the colour purple. There's no reason to it. Right. 
Um, it's not the uh, never mind. Uh, Valencia's Honke. It's the one I put on our Instagram story today. It's very nice as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Benfica's away kit, all black. Um, Alton Corcoran says, "Who will be the best slash flop of the window?" He says, "In my opinion, Havertz, Royce could flop, Flecken, Diaby, and Sabozloy would be the best signings." Alton, of course. A resident Bundesliga fan, so no surprise there that he's picking Fleck and Diaby and Sabozloy. Um Flop of the window, oof. I think Mason Mount. Mount at uh, Sposloy. Hmm. Um, are you just being contrary? or like, what's, your, what's your reason for picking well, Sposloy? Price tags are always an important factor. So. Okay. Uh, the, the more money the player costs, the more chance of them being a flop. Okay. Because the team has spent more money on them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel Some like groundbreaking work there, Karen. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you asked, I answered. You know, this is the, way the it more works. the more money teams spend on players equates to the amount of money they spend on the players. <laughs> um, best signing, Karen. We've discussed this at length. I, I, I think Rice. I'm not answering it again. I've answered it three times. Alton says, "What unknown player will have a breakthrough season?" He says, "I'm going with Kevin Shade." Of uh, Brentford <laughs> again, another player from the Bundesliga. Um, Sane like trajectory season being a bit of a Sane player. Um, I'm going to go with. Um, I really like Edison Alvarez. If he ends up with West Ham, I think he'll be a very shrewd signing. Um, I think Rasmus Hoyland has a massive ceiling. I don't know if he can break it, but I think he has a massive ceiling. Other than that, who else? This is my person though, Adam. Mm. Well, I would love to see a Benny break through. Yeah, a great, great show. Yeah, yeah. Because he 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 comes across as a very nice fella as well. So yeah, I'd very Just true. love to see him make it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, last two questions. Thankfully, Keane says, <laughs> if Klopp fails to get to top four again, should he be sacked? Should he be just to let her be be sacked? Even once is unacceptable for. For a <laughs> well world class coach, um, Keen has world class. Jesus Christ, man, this fella want to go back to school. Um, Keen has world class in like an abbreviation. Um, Jurgen Klopp's a world class coach. Doesn't matter what he does this season; he's one of the best managers to ever grace Premier League. So that's as far as I'm going to take that. I'm not going to be trolled anymore, Curl. Well, argue because no. I would argue. No. That Jurgen Klopp has not won enough for his tenure at Liverpool. He's but gone through too many rebuilds. He also... Can't, mm, that's not true, because he hasn't spent money to rebuild this many times. Um, he also can't do anything about Manchester City, who have been the best team in the Premier League, arguably ever. But what can he do about that? Well, he can be better than... He, well, he's better than for one season. And like no other team has done it since. Mm. And before that was a couple of years as well. So it's, it's, it's a tough league. Do you know what I mean? You're against the best team in the world, like, so. Last question of the podcast, thankfully, Ian says, preferred flavour of Lay's on holiday, Curran? Are you on holidays, Ian? I, I think Ian know. is on holidays, yeah. I didn't know he yeah, was no, on holidays. You didn't know, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I, I like the sour cream and chive. Sour cream and chive? Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. interesting A green packet, yeah. I'm a big ready salted guy. Yeah, I can tell. So, uh, red, red, ready salted. Mm. Big red, red, red light spells danger. Shout out to Billy Ocean. <laughs> Love really Love really hurts without you. <laughs> Will we sing it out? Absolutely not. <laughs> You're running around town. <laughs> we, we actually have Gary's answer real quick. This is going to end the podcast. This is probably good, Gary. Uh, well, I don't want to cop it. He just says Jack Grealish, Boy 4 and William. 
Um, Very lazy from Gary. Cop out, Gary. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's our podcast this week, Kieran. Happy to be back. I'm delighted, Adam. I, think, I am as well. I think we've had a good uh, tenure here over the last hour and a half, mm. and uh, hopefully this is the last one forever. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because, <laughs> oh, yes. baby, love really hurts without you. <laughs> um, thanks as ever for listening. Do um, check out our TikTok this week. We're going to have clips of our videos up this week on the platform. We're going to also have the two videos on YouTube. We do appreciate all the support as ever, Kieran. Um Quick one. Go on. About to, about to hit 100 followers on the old Spotify. Oh, wow. So, wow, uh, really? Yeah, so uh, if you could do us all a quick favour, those that have listened to the end, mm. if you could hit the follow button. Mm. And rate ask. as well. We'd like a rating. A rating would be lovely as rating well. rating would be lovely. Um, but we're very close to that milestone. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for all listening and supporting all mm. the time. We really do appreciate it. Maybe we don't say it enough. But yeah, we do appreciate it's very it. true. Yeah. yeah, And as, as ever, we'll be back again next week. Um, share this to your friends tell your man you love her I, I think that's a big thing in life and um, yeah take care of yourself we'll leave it there so we'll leave it there so